Here we go with another big time guest joining us on Legends Territory, Scotty Braun and AJ Prusinski. And we appreciate the MLB Players Alumni Association for having the ultimate Rolodex and hooking us up with AJ's old buddy, Andrew Jones, joining us right now. And I'll do the accolades this way, okay? Mm-hmm. Just straight up should be in the Hall of Fame. That's how I'm going to announce it. That's it. That's it. That, should that's, be in the Hall of Fame. That's all of it. Yes. Well, well going five time All Star, ten time Gold Glove, all that stuff. You're just going should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Google the credentials. Yes, exactly. Seventeen years <laughs> in the bigs, and sixty one point four percent of the vote in his sixth year on the ballot. I want. I want to know. Well, I, can I call you AJ? I don't know what. I don't know what I'm supposed AJ to call and AJ. Because- what did you call him? I called him when Drew. He's usually with Drew. Uh huh. You can't call him Drew anymore. Also, are we going to let him talk? What's up, Andrew? <laughs> hey guys, thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. Um, yeah, I guess whatever you guys talking about, you know, um, you know, you can call me Drew. I think I guess everybody call my son Drew now, but um, AJ, Andrew, yeah, it really doesn't matter. I mean, you know, I know. A lot of people gave me nicknames, so, you know, Bobby Cox called me Andy, so, I mean, it's, it's like I haven't heard that in a long time, so, um, whatever. Fruitcake? Can we, I call you Fruitcake? I was going to say, does AJ call you names <laughs> still? Probably. Well, well, you know, I think the Fruitcake, I brought the Fruitcake to the table, and I think AJ started running with it, but... Uh, <laughs> Wait, there's a story behind this? He just used to call me Fruitcake, so we used to call each other Fruitcake for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so here we played but, together. We were, he was calling me fruitcakes, and we just started calling each other fruitcake. <laughs> I don't even know why. It was just one of those things that Did pops Did you bring up. him a fruitcake? Uh, no, you know, it just it's a lot of stuff behind a fruitcake. But, you know, we're just not going to get into the whole thing about the fruitcake, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, well, can we, can we get into, um, just because it's a big topic with you, the Hall of Fame. What, what does it mean to you, and how much do you keep track of the numbers and how close you're getting to being inducted. Obviously, you still got plenty of time left on the ballot. Uh, well, first of all, I mean, it's an honor to be on the ballot. I mean, it's so many people that played the game that have not been on the ballot and um, got on the ballot and it was only one one shot and in, 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 in out. So um, it's an honor to continue to be on the ballot and, you know, the, the writers recognize my, my talent and, and keep me keep me going. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you if, if I don't tell you, I, I keep up with it. But, um, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, you play for for such a long, long time and, and, and trying to be consi- as much consistent that you can be through the years. And you put numbers. And um, when you put numbers, um, you know, people start recognizing you to be some of the best that play the game. So I think, you know, at the end, at the end of the, the day in your career, if you make the Hall of Fame, it's just a the biggest honor of, of, of all. I mean, I think we all dream about being a professional baseball player and, you know, make it to the big leagues and, and be successful and be consistent at, at your job and help your team win championship and, you know, hopefully win World Series. Um, but after that, you know, if your peers recognize you, how hard you win about your business and, and you know, how hard you work on it to, to be one of the best at your position is the best thing ever. Hey, what changed? Because you went from 7%, 19%, 34%, 41%. 
Now you're over 60%. What? Did you start handing people $100 bills to vote for you? I mean, what? Because the numbers didn't change. Your accolades, obviously, I grew up a Braves fan, and you were a young kid on the Braves teams, and you, you were unbelievable back then, and you were unbelievable for your whole career. So what's changed, and now how do you have – there's nothing's changed, so tell me. I don't know. You can tell me. You, you, you and all in the media – um, I don't know. I mean, you know, guys, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys start, start dropping off. Um, guys get into the Hall of Fame and not in the ballot and your name's still running out there. And, you know, you're going, you're going to get some of the votes. Um, you know, the more people talk about it, the more people recognize you and, and, you know, compare your numbers to some of the greatest that, that play the game. Um, you know, people are going to start understanding you know, a little bit about, you know, is Shui being all the fame? And, you know, some people put votes on there. Some people still don't vote. So um, you can't control none of that. At the end of the day, if it happened, it's going to be a special day for for me and my family and and, and the whole island of Curacao. But if it don't happen, you know, it's, it's so many guys that I play against and I like growing up and watch that did not make it. So, um, you know, some of those stuff that, you can control and, you know, you're just happy to be part of it and, 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 you know, still be on the ballot and, and hopefully you make it one day. And if, if it don't happen, you know, liar, you know, life, liar. life, say, tell life, us, liar, life. Tell, say, I deserve to be in the hall of fame. Just say, <laughs> I deserve, I, Andrew Jones deserve to be in the baseball hall of fame. I approve this message. <laughs> um, you know, if you say in AJ, I, I, I take, I take your word. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I think you should be in. Here's the two the two beefs I have, the two biggest beefs I have, okay? Number one, absolute premium position, center field. It's so hard, and we've seen this for years, to find a good center fielder, period. Even just in one category, one dimension, just a, a good defensive center fielder. This is, you could make a strong case for the best defensive center fielder of all time, and if he's not best all time in your mind, he's top whatever, top five, top three, whatever it is, depending on who you are and how old you are. And you want to say, oh, in my day, so-and-so is the best. Okay? So that's that part alone. We have other guys who have either been voted in or who we talk about just for their defense alone who didn't do much with their bat. Andrew had 434 home runs. So that's my one problem is, okay, it's not just one of the best defenders at a premium position of all time. He put up the offensive numbers. Here's the other side of it. And I've been around a lot of the number crunchers. Oh, well, it didn't carry into his 30s. I'm like, but he started his career at 19 years old. <laughs> and, he, and, and he's a normal human being who went through the natural progression of, of how you go through a career. 19 years old, throwing his body all over center field for a long ass time. That's my other problem is. It's not like... Andrew did this for, for five years, right? Like there are guys where you go over like a, uh, we, we talked recently about Johan Santana. It was like a shortened time period. Don Mattingly, like there's certain guys, right? Like it's, it's like a smaller window of prime. This was a lengthy, lengthy window. That's my problem, Andrews. I'm like, did they forget you played <laughs> baseball at 19 years old in the big leagues? Well, I mean, you know, I was lucky enough to get called up. I mean, I think the Braves got me the opportunity to go out there and, and, and show my talent and, you know, gave me the opportunity to go out there and play. And I was lucky enough that the Braves was being so contentious for, you know, through the 90s. And when I got up, you know, 
some reason the Bobby Cox knew that we were going to play the Yankees and the Yankees had so many lefties in their starting rotation. And, you know, we had a lot of left, left and hitter in our lineup and, you know, he gave me an opportunity to go out there and play. Um, you know, I think the main thing that, you know, I look back, um, I love this game. And, you know, I think when I signed that contract, um, you know, I walk into the clubhouse, I'm playing every day. And I think, you know, I play a lot of years hurt. I play a lot of years with a lot of injury and just like everybody else. But, you know, I never took a day off. Um, I know, you know, just like AJ, AJ don't, you know, every time when you play, he went out there and play with, you know, Bruce knee, Bruce shoulder from hit, you know, getting hit behind the, behind the plate. So, you know, the mindset that I had, and I think, you know, if I would have just, you know, saying that I'm going to play 140 games and wait to the playoff and go out there and play off and stuff. You know, it was every day, you know, it's going out there every day, help your team in any way you can to, to win a game. If it's defensively, if it's take a walk, it's a drive in a run or hit a homer. That's what I did. That's what's my, my mindset every time when I walk, walk to the stadium. So, um, you know, those things, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of be like, you know, why he did not perform so well. Thursdays and in his thirties because I, I, I played so many games and, you know, I, I had a lot of injuries and there's my end of my career, you know, I, you know, my knees start giving up a little bit and, you know, it's, you know, when your knees start giving up, you know, you, you basically don't have left, nothing left. So, um, you know, I, I kind of turned into not to be not the everyday player that I used to be. And, you know, I hang in there there's, you know, I was like, okay, that's enough. What do you consider your biggest accomplishment in your career? The 400 homers? Because I was on that team. Or mm-hmm. I want to hear your I want to hear your answer for your biggest accomplishment, and then I'll give you mine when you're done. For you. Um, for my career, I think be consistent. Um, you know, I every year, you know, playing with Chipper and, and watching Fred McGriff, you know, the last few years with Atlanta, every time when they went about their business is, you know, when they walk into spring training, let's be consistent as we can. Because if we be consistent, I think we'll be winning our division and we'll be making playoff. So consistency is the thing that I wanted to be, I wanted to do, and um, I did it for you know for a long time. Um, you know, go out there, you know, drive in hundred runs or drive in over eighty runs every every year, and you know if you do that, you're helping your team win. So. Um, my my accomplish that I want, you know, that I think that I did was being as much consistent as I can be and, you know, be the best that I can be at my position because, you know, in the in the lineup, you know, you got two, three, four guys. If you're hitting fifth, if you're hitting four, you got third, you know, fifth guy that, you know, if you don't get a job done, I mean, they're going to back you up. But at, at, at center field, if you, you know, if you don't go out there, you make a mistake out there, you know, you, you're going to cost your team two or three runs. Okay, so do you know who Morgan Wallen is? Yeah. Have you heard the song 98 Braves? Yes. I mean, that's my biggest accomplishment for you. You're in the song. <laughs> You're in the Morgan Wallen song. The Jones boys and the big three. Four of those five are in the Hall of Fame. There's one that's not, and it's you. So you congrats. I mean, you made a Morgan Wallen song. Way to go. Well, you know, hey, the guy is famous now. The, the, the song is top, top song, country song in, in the country, so... Hey, they're going to be in Atlanta. I'm going to be at the concert, so um, it should be fun. Can you get me tickets? Can you get me tickets? 
Um, yeah, I can get you tickets. I can get you in. I mean, you can get in anywhere you want, AJ. I mean, no, no. I'm not in the song. I'm not in a Morgan Wallen song. I can't I can't call Morgan Wallen up and say, hey, you wrote a song about me. You're in a song, and he's hard as uh, yeah. hell to get a ticket to. So, yeah. Okay, AJ. I got you. All you right, thank come, you. Thank don't, bring, don't bring a pass. I only can give you two tickets. That's perfect. That's perfect. Just me, me and my wife. That's yeah. all I'm asking for. No, no one else. Do you I, get royalties I, off I, that? I, uh, I hope so. <laughs> no, <laughs> not yet, right? <laughs> not yet, but we we might have to talk with Scott Boris about that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When did you find out about that song and and that you were in it? And did you know him before that? No, I haven't. I mean, you hear his songs before, but um, I was on the way to to Taiwan to um, coach a WBC, and somebody said, "Hey, did you hear this song?" And this guy's mentioning. And, I was like, you know, just trying to prepare to, you know, trying to win some games in, in Taiwan. And they sent it to me. I was like, oh, my God, come on. But it's a sad song because we lost. So that's, yeah. that's, not, that's, not, <laughs> that's not fun. But, um, yeah, it, it, it turned, out, turned out, I mean, it's one of the big things now. Everybody's is, talking about it. Is that the 98? Is that the year you think? You guys had the best team. I know you guys won 95, right? 95? Jeez. 95, we won. We you won. weren't there yet, right? 96. No, 96, we lost won. the Yankees. Yankees, yeah. 90, 97, we lost to the Marlins. The Marlins yeah, ended fun. up winning. That the- was the game where, uh, what's his name, had the strike zone that was like as wide yep. as this table, right? Yeah. Umpire? It was unbelievable. It was uh, Eric Gregg. Eric Gregg, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a tough, but, um, you know, the Marlins – you know, if you look back, the Marlins ha- had a number that whole year. To be honest with you, every time we played them, we couldn't we couldn't beat them. You know, they have the big Kevin Brown that was nasty as it can be, one of the nasty pitchers I ever faced in my whole whole career. Um, you know, they have you know they have veterans guys out there that that you know they had a number that year, so we couldn't we couldn't knock them off. And then go to ninety eight. Kevin Brown go to San Diego Padres and then he got us again. So, um, <laughs> you know, if we could eliminate Kevin Brown, um, I think we could have a couple of good chances to make it pretty much five, four years straight to the, to, to the World Series. I have just vivid memories of looking at strike zones that were so freaking wide for certain pitchers. Levon Hernandez. Oh, that was the worst. That was the worst game. Gla- he had, gla- I mean, Glavin sometimes would would work the corner and be like oh that's a strike and then he'd go a little further out oh that's a strike yeah but the difference was that game with Levon he was throwing those curveballs that Fred McGriff and these guys they couldn't reach they were they were a foot outside (laughs) that doesn't happen anymore Andrew just so you know there's bad calls but but that far off consistently where you're just like here's my zone that umpire would get you know would get a failing grade because uh, they get well, graded differently he, nowadays. Well, he probably would have get a, a, you know, a, a funny letter by somebody to tell him that you know, clean it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably sure. did get some funny letters. He got a lot of letters. From, he got a lot of letters from Braves fans. Hell yeah! How's uh, how's life for you when you're in Atlanta, Andrew? When, uh, when you go to Atlanta, how are Braves fans with you? No, oh, I love it. I mean, I'm basically you know, if it's 82 games at home. I probably go to about 40, 50 games. Um, you know, I still work for the Braves, um, part of the special assistant. But, um, 
you know, I love to go to the game. I, I love the game. I love to watch the game. I watch every game on, on TV. If it's not the Braves, it's other teams. And um, if they show it on TV, I watch it. And, you know, I want to continue to learn and, you know, about it. And, you know, I know a lot of things changing, you know, with, you know, everything it is and then with, you know, with from data to everything. I mean, it's, it's scouting report, always been scouting report, but there's a lot of more edge to it now. So I try to learn everything and, you know, just pass along to the young kids and if they, if they have questions. Did you get a ring? 21? Yes, sir. Yes, you got sir. the full ring with the light show and everything inside of it? Right? No. You didn't get the one where they take off the top and it has like no, lights? No, that, that, that's, that's for players. I got I got front office ring. Oh, that's full. The front office I, doesn't I, get I, the light? I know. No. That's kind of bold. Yeah. No, n- no, it's the only the only front office that get the, the main ring is probably the president. Um, GM see, and Papa's got to get it. The, the GM, the CEO, you know, all those CEOs yeah. that they have. So they all get the main rings. Um, the, you know, the PR people and all this stuff, they only get the second tier of it. I mean, they had like, they had like three or four tiers of the ring. So, um, go steal Eddie Perez's. He doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Eddie, Eddie got a, Eddie got a real one. Yeah, I know. That's you know, what I'm saying. Go, just, just go up to him and just trade him. Yeah, yeah just trade he, him. Be he, like, Eddie, you deserve he, this. Yeah, he was on the staff. Um, but, you know, it was an exciting year. I mean, I, I, I watched the whole the whole transition and everything that they did. You know, everything clicked on top. You know, on top of this, made tremendous trade to get the right people into the lineup. And they all produced. And, you know, one was the National MVP and one was the the World Series MVP, so um, it, it it was just the right move that he had to do, and you know those things happen. You know, you know, you win the World Series before it's it's everything had to click right, and you have to bond together and 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 do the right thing together, and you know at the end of the day you play baseball. So you're very involved in the game, like you mentioned. You're working with the Braves. You're at many games. I know that you're. A mentor to many as well we, we've talked about this in the past like mm-hmm. g- give me give me some of the players that you are closest with of course we'll get to your son to drew but players that you're close with in the bigs that that you've mentored and, and what you talk to them about right i know um poche who's had his ups and downs is somebody that you've been close with who obviously mm-hmm. glove wise is insane just the bat hasn't come around but are there others as well Oh yeah, I mean, from Ozzy to Okuna to Riley, I mean, I, I saw all these kids grow up through the minor league. I mean, you know, I saw the talents that they had, um, and you know, I always went down and and take a look at them. Just talk, talk, just talk baseball, talk life with them, just to you know get their mindset off a lot of stuff that they might be going through. But um, you know, I, I see all these kids grow, and they all had tremendous talent. And, you know, I'm happy to see them all uh, came up around the same time and, and develop together and be the star that they are now and, and you know, help the team win a, a championship too. So, you know, after that, you know, you, you name it, the guys from Curacao that, that is in the big league now and, and some of that that still um, in the minor league work themselves up to, to the major league. Um, you know, Curacao baseball is growing so much now. Um, you know, the opportunity that they're getting um, and, you know, these guys have to take advantage of it and some of them are. 
can, can Acuna be the face of the Braves for the next 10 years, kind of like Freddie Freeman was and and you and Chipper were kind of together? Is, is he the guy or is it Riley? Is it is it Ozzy? Is it you – know, heck, Sean Murphy can't get out now. <laughs> well, um, golly, I mean, it's so many. I mean, it, I, I, like, I like the team, man. I saw him. I saw him some clips. I didn't get a chance to go to spring training um, this year, but I saw how they all were bonding together. And, you know, you name it. I think everybody is pick up each other. I think, you know, when you talk about faces, it's, it's, it's tough to name it because, you know, if, if you speak in the English, if you speak in every, you know, if you're committing with the media, I think that's what the media like to be like, I'm the face of, of, of the team. But, I think all these guys, they just back each other up. They, they, they lead by repetition. They go out there and play every day. You know, Olsen, go out there and, and, and play every day at first base. You know, Ozzy, go play every day. Um, Rowley, go out there and play every day. So, um, you know, those guys, uh, they, they, they lead by repetition. And I think you won't call is one of the, one guy in the clubhouse say, I'm the leader of this team. Um, I think they're all leaders. They, they just lead by repetition. Your son, Drew, is one of the top prospects in the sport. Would you ever tell him to not sign with a certain team? Like, did you see Vladdy Jr., who was like, I don't like the Yanks. It's personal. And he's a stud. I mean, you know Vladdy Jr., but he was like, fam's got problems with them. We're not signing with them ever. Mm, I don't know. I mean, no, nah, hell no. I mean, go, <laughs> go, go play who you want to play for. I mean, I think, you know, I think when – when the Arizona was very interested in, in in signing him, you know, he went out there and he loved it. He loved he loved play game. It 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 really doesn't matter really who he signed with or who's gonna sign him. You know, when that time get there, he's gonna have to make his own decision. And you know, I'm only gonna guide him the right way and 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 tell him the right stuff that he have to do and. You know, because I went through all this already. So, you know, at the end of the day, he's got to make his own decision on on what he he wants to do in his life. And I think now he did. He did. You know, he made a commitment to go to be a professional and he signed as a young age. So now we have to go through all the minor league stuff and and learn making adjustment every day and and hopefully he can make it. It's awesome. Number two overall pick, obviously a huge prospect in the Diamondback system. So that's great advice. Let him live his life. Let him – you'll guide him, but let him do his thing. Yeah. I saw I saw you and Vlad recently in Miami promoting the Caribbean World Series coming to Miami next year. Is this a, is this a fallout or a, 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 from the WBC having so much positive reaction from being in Miami – they saw it. I was at a game against Venezuela, USA, and it was incredible. Because of that, did Miami come to you in the Caribbean World Series and say, man, we want to host this in Miami? Because that's a huge step going from Venezuela or Dominican to now Miami in a big league park. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think everything started a little bit before that already because I heard that when they went to play Venezuela, um, they were talking about, you know, p- p- possibility play in Miami the year to come. And I guess the Caribbean series president talked with the Marlins CEO and, and the president of the Marlins and they made a decision. And I think the decision made, like you say, the decision was easy to make because what they saw with the WBC, you know, the previous years in, in Miami and, you know, they never saw how electric the stadium was. 
since you know the wars is down there in 90 in 2002 2003 and 97 but it was not at that stadium so um it, it was easy for for the marlins uh owner and president to make the decision to bring the caribbean series to to florida and to interact because you can really call miami is almost as you know it's just another caribbean <laughs> area you know i mean so it's so many it's so many latin people down there and from you know from dominican to cuban to puerto ricans um you know it's it's easy to make that decision i think it's going to be fun i'm looking forward for it um i know a lot of people was not happy with you know curacao that has not been in the caribbean city for so long but um you know the president of the curacao league and the tourism um bureau they made you know a lot of you know they put a lot of money into to be part of it to promote the island too and and and, and do more stuff like that you know a lot of you know I, when i post my first time on on twitter everybody was like what happened with colombia what happened with panama what happened with with cuba and um you know they all was in 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 um in in venezuela um this past year for the caribbean series and i think you know again you know it's always fun you know it's always fun to have all all those type of teams in there to make the baseball bigger but you have to have the you know some some liquid to to make it there so i, I think that's that's why they, they they're not there and it's tough to have so many teams because it's such a short period of time of the series. It's only like nine days uh, tournament, so it's short. It's it, and it's you're only gonna do it in one stadium. If they, you know, I think last this past year the Caribbean series they did it in in two two stadiums, so you get get chance to play more games. Is in Curacao? This was the first year this past year, right? They, this was the first year they were in it. Yeah, this was this. 2023 was the first time they were they 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 be part of the uh, the Caribbean series. You played in the WBC in 2006, if I'm cor- I think I'm right on that. Right? Yeah, you yeah, co- you've yeah. coached the other years. You coached this past year. I, 23? I, I, I played 2013. Okay, and um and then I passed the last. I, I coached the last two years. Do you think because of the success of the Netherlands, which Curacao falls under the Netherlands mm-hmm. because of the way? Do you think that's why Curacao was able to get into the Caribbean World Series? Because they've had success. And then you look at the major league level and you see the names. You, you see Kenley Jansen, you see Profar, you see Bogarts, you see Scope, you see all these guys, Chadwick Trump, that are in the big leagues and having success. Is that why you think it was Curacao to get into the Caribbean World Series? Um, I don't think so because Curacao have, you know, I think that part is the national team, the kingdom when we get all these guys to, together to go play WBC. Um, for the Caribbean series, it's only Curacao. Um, I think when they start, maybe I think last year or two years ago, they start playing all the teams in the Caribbean series and they end up winning the Caribbean series. Not that, you know, it's not the Caribbean series. It was just not the professional Caribbean series. They had a Caribbean series down in, in the Bahamas and and Dominican, they all play against each other, but it's more amateur. It's not professional. So I think they won that. And then, you know, we got contact to, you know, from 
you know, other president and say, hey, do you guys want to be part of this? And of course, the you know, it's a big it's a big thing for for Curacao to be part of a a big baseball series that hosts by major baseball talent countries. So um, it was a decision was easy to be part of, and yes, everybody made everything happen. So. Um, you know, it's more involved than it than it is. Are you gonna play? You know. Are you gonna play next year? You're gonna come back play in the Caribbean World Series? <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna deal with those things. I, I don't know. I I love my golf days, man. I just don't wanna be hurt and, and sore shoulder, sore sore back. You know, when I was in the WBC I went I went to hit in the cage with the guys, my calf was on fire. I did not know that swinging the bat, my calf will be so sore. So I'm like, nah, this is going to hurt my golf days. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, where do you think Curacao is at right now with baseball? Because like AJ mentioned, I mean, there, there's some star power there. Is there a lot more coming? Like what's the best part and the worst part right now about baseball and Curacao? Uh, I think, you know, the develop, continue to develop down there. I think, you know, scouts going down there to, to look for the next, next prospect um baseball play not that much no more i mean not no more it always you know not as much um from little league to you know senior to to the next level we probably play probably 30 to to 30 to 40 games and we don't get as much play that that we that these kids in the united states get i mean these kids in the united states at 13 14 they play in 140 games a year so we don't get that much play. So it's more practice and 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 conditioning and and trying to 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 be who you want to be in in, in life. So um, you know, I, I started a league probably when I was playing. I started a league, no, a league, a tournament for for a month to just have the kids get ready to play for their own season. So it's like a a, a pre, you know. You know, almost like a spring training kind of game, but they play a tournament, and whatever team that win the tournament will get chance to fly to Atlanta and watch me play. So um, I did it for 15 years, and I think now Kenley Jensen took it over. But I don't know if he's still hosting it down there. But um, I did it for 15 years straight, and you know those kids love it. They, you know, we we have so many kids that just want to play, just to win, to come to to Atlanta and and, and watch me play. So. Um, you know, baseball grows so much, you know, through the past 20, 20, 27 years. I know it hasn't happened, but it gets talked about a lot. Do you think an international draft would be good for Curacao or would it hurt the cause there? Um, I think it's probably going to hurt because you're going to deal with a lot of um, other countries that have a lot of great players not like we don't have great players but my thing that i want those kids from curacao to do is just you know get chance to get a scholarship get a scholarship to come to the united states and and continue to you know get a, a a nice uh degree and keep playing the game you know i think if you you know you go to college there's so many college around that you know have great baseball talent and you can get drafted from from college, so I think my my personal goal for every kid in Curacao is just get a chance to get a scholarship to come to the United States and and get a get a get a diploma, get a degree, and and keep playing. And if baseball is going to be what you want in your life, you know you have plenty of time to do it.
The Braves teams you were on had a ton of Hall of Famers. We've already discussed it. Game seven, you have to win the game. Who do you want starting, Maddox, Glavin, or Smoltz? Depends who we're facing, to be honest with you. I think – I think – I think – Or Levon Hernandez with – Eric Gregg behind the play. Maybe he's an answer. I, I, I will go with Levine. <laughs> Eric Gregg behind the play. He was, he, he was unhittable. I did not play that game, but the guys were coming back. And, you know, we were like, what the, what in the world's going on here? I mean, it, it was, it was not a good, good, you know, good game call behind the plate. But um, I think, I think I will go with Smosey because it's more like a power, power pitcher. Um, you know, you will get more swing and a miss. I think game seven, you you want to punch guys out. And, you know, if guys put the ball in play with Sponsi, most time it's a, it's a long fly ball and you, you, we got people there. So um, it's just depends who we face, and be honest with you. But if I need game seven, I will go with Sponsi. Who would you pick? Mm. Depends who they're facing. <laughs> Safe answer. <laughs> And who the umpire is, and how much they're giving. I mean, if you're getting, if you're getting, if you're facing Maddox, right, and the plate or Glavin, and the plate is this wide, I'll take either one of them because they could just go. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I face I face Maddox, and Maddox, when the plate was this wide, he had no chance because he would th- he would especially being left handed, he'd start it at you behind you, and he would go, and it was never a strike. But the umpire's like, oh, like the catcher caught it where he set up. <laughs> yeah, but he's off the plate a foot. <laughs> So yeah, small time tracker. I, I, I see it. I see it a lot my whole career, but I still will go game seven. I will go small team. To be honest with you. And which one was your favorite to play behind? And it could be someone else. Ah man, golly. Well, Mark Burley. He worked fast. Oh, I love Burley. I, I really love Burley. I like guys that throw fast. To be honest with you. Maddox, Maddox pick up the ball and go. Smosey take his time. Glavin is pretty quick, too. Um, shoot, I have so many guys that are a lot. You know, guys that, that let guys put the ball in play. You know, it's get a little boring when, when you know, you get punch-outs, 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 every, 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 <laughs> every batter. So I, I, I feel like, you know, uh, I want to be like the shortstop. I want to be like, you know, in the game every pitch. And I think that's why I... I took my game to center field and I want to be in the game and I always controlling the left and the right field guys and tell them where to go. And, and, you know, Hey, and you need to go two steps in, you need to go two steps back. So I just feel like I'm like the quarterback out there. I, I need some juicy Greg Maddox story. I mean, almost anyone that's played with him is like, this dude was off the rails and, and you had the trio there all picking on each other doing pranks and jokes and we're pretty far removed from that time period so i think it's it's safe now wow you know i don't want to throw chip around on the bus but he pick on chip with the most chipper <laughs> used to use chipper used to use the white sanitaries to put you know he probably would use probably like eight sanitaries a leg um maddox wipe his butt with him all the time and and chip would just go and pick a handful of them and because the bucket from sanitary used to be next to maddox's locker 
This is funny. I'm not kidding. This is a true story. You can ask him about it one day. But Chipper really did not know about it, to be honest with you. I, I'm just saying this right now because if Chipper hear it, he probably will go and call Matt and say, really? I'm sure he does. Maybe he don't. But that was the that was the craziest thing I ever seen. I mean, no. the, the pissing in the shower is a different stuff. Um, he will go out there with no, no flip-ups, flip-flop on. And if you're next to him, he will pee on your legs. <laughs> I was going to say, has he ever peed on your leg? Because he's famous for peeing no, on his leg in the shower. N- no, I'm always an opposite way from him. I just really, I knew, I knew exactly what all that he does. So <laughs> I try to stay away from it. How did you know and Chipper didn't? Because I've heard that story too. And I, I, they're I like, know. yo, Maddox, you know, you, is, Maddox is, is crushing, is crushing <laughs> you. And it happened many times, apparently. I'm like, no one ever told him? Or, I don't know, they probably I, smelled. I, I, I'd be honest with you, I don't know. But uh, you need to ask Chipper about that, uh, if you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I have seen it and um, with my own eyes. So, hey, Chipper, sorry that I never told you about it, brother. But, you know... Maddox was a little older, so I had respect him. Did, did, speaking of Maddox and Glavin, did you see that? You obviously saw the chicks dig the long ball commercial. Mm-hmm. How come you didn't get you didn't get a cameo on that? It was McGuire and hitting home runs. They couldn't have an Andrew Jones. That was right, kind of in your prime, right? <laughs> no, no, hell no, no Maddox, no, no, hell no, no chance. <laughs> McGuire was hitting balls out of the stadium, and I was just hitting them right over the wall. Uh, Sosa was doing the same thing, but that was a great time for for those guys, you know, with with the with the long ball. Um, it was fun to watch, to be honest with you. Those were crazy times. Yeah, yeah. The the game was. I mean, there were some big dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could hit the ball As really we know. far. Yes, yes. Some some serious biceps. Um, what was okay. it? Because I grew again, I grew up a Braves fan. So when we when I get to talk to like old Braves, it's always. And I was in the minor leagues when Andrew came up, so I always get Baseball America number one prospect Andrew Jones. What what year was it when you caught the ball backwards against the fence? And they have a bobblehead of it, right? I've seen the bobblehead. Yeah. What year was that? Um, Ninety eight, maybe. Ninety eight Braves. See, it comes all the way full of full. Yeah, full, 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 that was yeah. when you. You've seen that catch, right, Scott, where he's full speed, mm-hmm. jumps both feet against the wall, and basket catches it in the air. And it's one of the greatest catches I've ever seen. 99, I I was just told. Um, 99. 99. Okay, 99. They all roll around the same time. 98, 99. <laughs> How many times they did They were Bobby, all good years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times did Bobby Cox yell at you for playing too shallow? No, to be honest with you, never. The only time he yelled at me when a ball dropped in front of me and he took me out of the game. I think that was the only time that he ever yelled at me. I think, you know, I I, I have talked about Bobby Cox, you know, many times how great he is and he's like my second dad. Um, you know, when we go through scouting report and, and, and teams that we play, he always say, Andrew, do whatever you want to do. And um, he gave me that 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 um that gift that i didn't want to fill him so you know uh, i went out there and took a lot of proud to to be the quarterback in the outfield for for him and you know i, I didn't want to let let him down so that's how you know i put a lot of effort and i wanted to be the best out there 
Are you excited to get your number retired on September 9th oh, by the Braves? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a long coming. I think, um, you know, a lot, of people so that, a lot of people that that I know that that follow me from all career and, you know, tell me when they're going to retire now, why are you numbered and I retire? I say, it's not, it's, it's not me, you know, you, it's the Braves. And I think uh, when Mr. Terry McCurr called me, um, a month and a half ago and, and told me the news, um, you know, I was speechless. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a great honor, um, you know, all the accomplished that you do and and the consistency and the team recognize you, the team that gave you the opportunity to play, you know, the team that gave you the opportunity to to live your dream and, and play the sport that you love. Um, you know, it was just a great honor. I'm looking forward for it, and you know it's going to be a lot of, a lot of. It's going to be exciting. A lot of family is going to be in town, and you know, I'm just looking forward to seeing my number retire out there. I mean, I play with a lot of, a lot of those guys that their numbers up there. You know, from Chipper, Maddox, Glavin, Smotsy. Um, you know, I play with them, and you know, we had a great dynasty. You know, for a long time, um, through the '90s and and early 2000s. So. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be excited. Um, I can't. I can't wait. You had a long line to get through to get to twenty five for you. So it's understood. It took a little bit longer than it probably should have. Do you well, have your speech ready? Do you have your speech? Have you started on a speech? Uh, no, it's. I, you know, I don't talk much. I don't. I, I keep it very, very short. I talk a lot of trash in the dog. Yeah, I was going to say you might not talk a lot. But you do talk a lot of trash, which is fun. You made it fun. I, 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 I talk a lot of trash and dog. I keep everybody loose, and especially when you know those times that you know I was not playing every day, and you know I felt like you know I would just you know keep everybody loose and 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 make it fun. Um, so you know I always pick on the umpires. I always pick on the pitcher that's pitching. I really didn't care who it was pitching or not, but um, you know just pick up you know just make it fun and and make the guys lose and make them excited to go out there and and and, and trying to win. So. Um, I don't have the speech yet. Um, I, I still got a lot of months left. Um, I still got a lot of golf to play. Yeah. I still got a few more travels to do. So I think I think about it when I'm when I'm have, out there. Have Ozzy Gann do it for you? Oh no, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not going to be an Ozzy Smith. Ozzy. Ozzy. They would take the number speech. back down. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love I love Ozzy. I mean, Ozzy is a is a good friend of mine. Um, you know, I think when he called me and say, "Hey, can, you know, will you come and spend training ready to play?" I say, "Yes, I will. I will be ready to play." I mean, you know, I think when he when the White Sox gave me the opportunity to to continue to play after after Texas, um, you know, I came in in the camp ready to go, ready to play, and you know, obviously, you know, they had. Who they want to have to play, but um, you know, I shared my time and I did my job. That you know, the opportunity that I, they gave me, um, you know, me and Katze was rolling pretty good as a DH spot, and and you know, we were platooning, and you know, we went first place. And I remember we went first place that we trade for freaking Manny Ramirez, and <laughs> no we comment. went down, we no we comment. went downhill, we went downhill, and I'm sorry, um, you know, Kenny, I'm sorry, but you know. When we trade for Manny, we went down here. We, you know, me and Cassie were struggling a little bit, but 
you know, it's part of the game. Struggle is part of the game and, and, and bounce back. And, and you know, they went and got many Ramirez and, you know, took our time away from, from shining. So it's nothing to talk about. It's part of the game. And, you know, I'm just happy that, that Ozzy believed in me to give me the opportunity to play and, and continue. And after that, I had a great, I got, had a great year. And I got a chance to sign with the Yankees and I played two years with the Yankees. Give me a textbook Andrew Jones trash talk line. What was something that you would say to a, um, to a teammate, an opponent? What was like one of your go-tos? Oh, wow. <laughs> this, this, this is, I know, this is uh, rated. It can, it can be seen on, on, on life, on, on life. TV. No, we're, you, um, you just say whatever you want. Yeah, we're, we're on no, that. You can, you can no, drop a curse. Why? Because you don't want to set the example for Drew? <laughs> yes, I am. I, I, still, I still got an image. I, I got to keep it keep it right. Only, you know, when I'm in the dugout, my, my teammates know when I talk and the fans don't know. So, Before we let you go, I do have I, this I, No, hold on, hold on. I keep, I keep it. This is it. I pick on the ump. I just go. I, this is my thing. Look at your freaking number on your shoulder. You suck. <laughs> if it's high, if it's high, it's a, if it's over fifty or whatever, you are terrible. Why you don't have a lower number? <laughs> what they say? Oh no, they talk. I mean, I had I had guys that that actually when we were at the Yankees. This is funny. And Cece was on on the bench, and I was tripping, tripping the whole time, and and um. Last year, took his max up, max, max up and say, enough. I don't want to hear anything else from the dugout. So Jordy pop up and say, nobody say nothing. He say, no, I know it's Andrew speaking. And I, I didn't say nothing because I I'm, I don't want to get fined. So CC say, Andrew, you punk out. I say, wait till the game is over. I'm going to get on his face. So as soon as we got done, I went out there. I say, last year ain't nothing, blah, blah, blah. I see you out there. I'm gonna kick your butt. <laughs> and it was like I ain't afraid of you. I ain't afraid of you. I was just you know laughing. And uh, we had we had an incident in in Chicago that actually the 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 ump went talk with Girardi right after the game and say I don't want to hear anything else from Andrew from the dugout. So Girardi kind of backed me up a little bit, but he said why you why your ears is in the dugout? He said but I can't hear everything that he's saying. So I was like, this guy was trying to throw me out of the game forever. I never got thrown out of the game my whole entire life in the in the major league. So this guy trying to throw me out forever. And I think he had the chance, but she already backed me up. That's nice. So before we let you go, I have one question for you, and I know you're going to deny it. Do you remember the time you called me from a random number and you left some message about, like, something, something, and you, okay, you're already starting your denial, but you gave yourself away <laughs> – it was like he had some app that he could call and it would disguise your voice. And he called me like three in the morning and left me some message, but he gave himself away because he said fruitcake in the message. So he's thinking about how can I get out of this? It was it was something you're like, oh, this is Herm Schneider, something, something, or was our trainer. You fruitcake, and da 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 da. And he went on like a 10 minute rant and then you hung up. And I went up to you and I said, I know it was you. And you said, oh, it wasn't me. And I'm like, but you said fruitcake. You're the only person that would say fruitcake on a message. Oh, it wasn't me. Look at it. He's stuck. I did I deny it. Well, if I say fruitcake, then maybe it was me. I don't know. <laughs> it was it probably was one of those long flight drinking and, and, and talking a lot of trash. That's why that happened. 
That's okay. It was funny. I wish I still had the message. Talking trash even off. Oh, because it would disguise your voice and it yeah, came from a different this. phone number. The whole deal it was awesome. I wish I still had it. Well, Andrew, I'll give you his number after this so you can get him again. Perfect. <laughs> All right, hey, it's probably going to be around 6 o'clock a.m. Then I ain't doing anything at 3 a.m. no yeah. more. So it's going to be 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock when I get up. Hell yeah. AJ will be up and ready for it. Andrew, great catching up with you, and congrats on the number retirement coming up. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. Awesome, awesome. And we appreciate everyone listening here to Legends Territory, and thanks to the MLBPAA. Head to BaseballAlumni.com for much more info on your favorite former players. Krasinski, I'm Braun. You can see us on Foul Territory every single weekday, 1 to 3 Eastern time, and catch all the shows back on our YouTube channel. See you next time.